It's time now for Acme Radio Gear Gap, featuring your favorite musicians talking about the music gear they use on tour and in the studio. Brought to you in part by IK Multimedia, musicians first. Now here's your host, Eric Dahl. And welcome to Acme Radio Gear Gab. This is Acme Radio Live. Uh, you can catch us streamed, uh, grab the app, and all that good stuff. My special guest today is Lizzie McAvoy, and uh, you probably know her from a lot of her songwriting. And uh, you know she's had songs on TV and in film, and doing all sorts of cool stuff. And you're all over social media. I try to be. And and with not only <laughs> with your music, but with cooking and everything that you yeah. do. Yeah. You know, and, and we first met, gosh, it's been, what, last year or something, I guess. We were at a house party. We ended up jamming. Yeah, we did. It was a wonderful jam. <laughs> it was fun because you were like going, you were playing. It's like going, and I brought, you know, a Mando guitar. And we're like, hey, let's play a little music, you know. That's the first time I've ever played a Mando guitar. Yeah, it's Like I play fun. mandolin, but not like a Mando guitar. It's right, very yeah, Well, we're going to dig into all the instruments you play in a little bit, too, because I've got, I've got a list of those. But, uh, but I want to talk a little bit, you know, um, you know, as you heard in the intro, you know, we talked to a lot of people that are in the studio a lot. And I would say you're in the studio a lot because you have your own studio. Yes. Yeah. My dating life reflects how much I'm in the studio. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? It's not a bad thing. I mean, you, no. have, you have your own studio. My parents prefer it this way, actually. I think that's why they got you me know, working in the studio. Maybe I need to do the same and talk to your dad about that for my young daughter. Exactly. And start building out the studio. <laughs> But you know, uh, you know, you've got such a. Hu- I love it whenever my guest sends me her list of gear. Um. You know, and it's like, and it's like multiple pages of music gear, and and you know, it is uh, the Mac Shack Studio. Yes. And yes. so, but but I want to go back a little bit so we can sort of uh, take our listeners through uh, Lizzie on this to where um, you really didn't start off straight. You know, when you were little into music. Mm-mm. No, you were you were a theater kid. I was an absolute theater kid. So so you really you know I, and I was didn't know if you could do a full rendition of this during the show, but you know at four years old you were in Annie. Yeah, I was. And you had the role of Molly. I did, I did. No, I don't remember any of it. <laughs> <laughs> Darn it! All I re- <sighs> all I remember is being really really upset that I didn't get the role of Annie. <laughs> And basically, I told the director every single day of his life that he should have cast me as Annie uh, and not Molly. He made a huge mistake. Four-year-old me said that. Yeah. Yeah. And and now you can go, in your face, I've got my own studio. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can build my own bunk bed so, to sing so, tomorrow from. <laughs> Take that. So, like, when you were in Annie at four years old, which yeah. is just incredibly young, <laughs> I mean, you were doing singing and yep. dancing and the lines and yep. everything. That's yeah. that's very young. Yeah, it was. I, I My sister's seven years older, and she got the musical theater bug before me. Yeah. And uh, I always wanted to be just like her, and uh, I always wanted to just sing louder than her. And so, <laughs> <laughs> um, I just, I went, she actually auditioned, and I just tagged along, and yeah. that's how I ended up... Uh, getting the part and then I just got bit with the bug wow and uh, her and I both uh, just fell in love well you know, and you ended up being in theater for what like 10 years after that uh, till I was 13 was my last show yeah I was uh, Dorothy in the Wizard of Oz I got to carry around about a 20 pound dog in the summer heat <laughs> it was an outdoor theater and like just like my that, dress was just caked on the side I had to smell really good by the end oh of the that f- dog was not washed there is <laughs> no they did not bathe that dog did they not have like a stunt double dog or? You oh, know, like, I asked. Yeah. Trust me, I was. Can like, you have like a then, fake dog? Then they they trained it to like get in the basket, and yeah. I literally looked at them and I was like, I don't want to be a diva, but I'm not carrying a 20 pound dog around in a basket. <laughs> like at least like hook it on my hip. That's fine. Oh my gosh, <laughs> you got some great roles. Now this was it all was back fine. in Ohio, right? All in Ohio. Yep. 
And so that's where you and the family are from originally. Yep, born and raised. Go Buckeyes. Yay! So, <laughs> so you you were talking about you know thirteen. So mm-hmm. thirteen was re- when you really got bit by the uh, the music bug, right? Got bit by the songwriting bug and just performing. That was when I got my first guitar and and just it took off when I knew that I could make a melody and words with a musical instrument and it was all my own. Right. Um, it just really took off. Now and and you named your guitar. Yeah, Marty. How? Why? Um. Well, I, it's, I wish I could have some like really genius, <laughs> but it's a Martin, so Marty, so just spelled it with a Y, like my name. Um, so that's, there, I wish there was like a really cool, profound and, and that was, reason. And that was your Martin D, DC-15, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so do and, you still have it? Yeah, I do. Oh, he, I mean, he's literally been with me every single show, every single state, and he almost has a second hole in him because I have played it so hard. That's it's like, awesome, oh, though. Oh, he's literally, he's been the uh, the longest man in my life. <laughs> and, uh, besides your father. Besides my dad. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but how cool is that now? So, I mean, like, what kind of songs were you writing, you uh, know, that young? <laughs> it's a funny story. The first, one of the first songs I ever wrote was about my dog. Uh, her name was Cleo, and it was called That's My Dog At least Cleo. it wasn't about the one from the play. Yeah, exactly. Good stinky point. dog. Yeah, stinky. It could have been stinky smelly dog. Toto. Smelly dog. Faux Toto. Um... <laughs> No, uh, that was like my first song ever, but really the the song that truly got me into songwriting and really wanting to be in Nashville was called, it was a song by the name Told by the Rose. And it was all about um, falling in love with somebody and visiting their gravesite. <laughs> wow. That's not depressing. So you can imagine me coming downstairs and playing that for my family and they're like, what's going on in your world? Um, <laughs> yeah, and, the, and your parents are going, don't you know any Christmas songs? It's like, um, really? Well, those those came afterwards and then they had to live through that phase of my life of just writing Christmas songs. But uh, no, it's really like that. It really got me interested. So I was writing really, really, d- I would say deep there's quotations around that, yeah. radio folks. Deep, yeah. If you uh, could see songs. them now. If, you, if only you could see them. They're very nice quotation <laughs> marks, air quotes. Yeah. Um, they were deep songs for like a 13-year-old. And, um, and I was just so fascinated with visual lyrics and, as they say in Nashville, putting furniture in songs. Yeah. And I didn't even knew, know I was doing that until I kind of made that first trip down to Nashville. And um, I just loved painting the story. I love people being able to close their eyes and actually see what I was talking well, about. And also I read that you know one of the other songs that inspired you was Who I Am. Oh, who I am, Jessica Andrews. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I just that's that's. I was always a a rock and roll family. It was Led Zeppelin. My first concert was Aerosmith. Oh my like, gosh! I mean that. That's great. Yeah, the list goes on and on. We saw Elton John, Cher. I mean Celine Dion. Like it was all over. They're not rock and roll, but that was more my mom's side of things. Yeah, but that's a good balance. And uh, you know. so country music didn't actually come into the McAvoy scene until I was thirteen. Yeah, and and. It was who I am, Jessica Andrews. And I felt like that song was all about me. And that's what made me fall in love with Nashville. It's an incredible song. I mean, songs that I really felt like those songwriters were writing them about yeah. my life. So so you guys ended up moving to Nashville yep. then, out of Ohio, in mm-hmm. 2007. Yep. Was it 2007? Yeah, oh, I, my God. I mean, yeah. So that's that's, that's 10 years ago. It was 10 years A ago. A decade. That's insane. <laughs> I feel like I... part. Sometimes I feel like I just rolled in. Sometimes I feel like a dinosaur. Like they're gonna like resurrect my bones soon. Oh come on! <laughs> You're not even that old yet. You know? No, it's been it's been an incredible incredible journey. Well, you know, and and that's the thing too. I mean, you know, I, I was gonna bring up. We talked when we first started the show, Lizzie, to where, you know, you play ten instruments. <laughs> so I mean, yeah, you know, which is good because you have a studio to keep yes, them in. Yeah. But it's like you know, you do guitar, acoustic guitar, electric guitar, piano, banjo, bazooki, mandolin, bass, and uke. Yeah. And you've named your ukulele also. His name's Hank. Give me the reason okay, for this. Uh, the ki- 
<laughs> now this one does actually have a reason, but still not super genius. But uh, the kid that Hank came to, to into my life at Christmas. Yeah. And the kid that sold us our Christmas tree, his name was Hank. <laughs> Only reason. And he gets a, a ukulele named and after him. And he gets him. a ukulele named there after him. Wherever Hank you are in the world, there's a ukulele <laughs> named after you. <laughs> so, I mean, so when you got here, you yeah. really uh, jumped right into the music scene. Yeah. I mean, like three months in, jumped right in. Right. Um, I ended up meeting my first publishing company, Major Bob Music. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. how old were you then? Uh, 16. That's ridiculous. Fresh off the 16-year-old boat. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, but to to be get signed that early. And it was it it was amazing. I mean, I I I thought, "Oh, this is how it goes. Like you roll into town, and you're fresh meat." And they're like, "Let's sign her." But then, you know, uh, the more I worked in the business, I was like, "Wow, no. I really really got lucky." Oh my gosh. And yeah. uh it was one of the most phenomenal experiences just to be 16 and so young and I got to write with um uh, Larry Bastian, you know, he wrote the rodeo. For yeah. Oh, yeah. Garth Brooks. I mean, people that I really got to learn the craft of songwriting from. Right. And legends in the business. And I couldn't have asked for anything more. Well, you know, and, and I think that's, a, you know, a lot of your name, what you are known for here in Nashville, I think, is your co-writing work. You know, people <laughs> yeah. know you for that. I yeah. mean, that, you know, that you're great to work with in that aspect. Gosh, I'm glad that I've been keeping my reputation <laughs> squeaky clean. But I mean, that's pretty neat for somebody so young. I mean, you know, you come to town, it's like, you know, it's funny because a lot of people here in Nashville call it a 10-year town. Yeah. To yeah. where when you move here, mm-hmm. you've got to give it 10 years to get anywhere. Yes. Yeah. And so you come in 16 <laughs> and three months, it's like, hey, sign me up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's kind of crazy. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I, it's kind of crazy. Yes, I agree. <laughs> I, there's nothing else to say. I mean, just really lucky, really blessed. It's like being a child star. It's like, okay, well, how do you top that? Uh, I've, same question I've been asking you my, my whole life, my 10 years here. No, I'm just kidding. No, it's been a wonderful you gotta, you journey. You got to keep topping it. Yeah, exactly. You know? yeah. Well, we're, we're going to play one of your songs now. Yes. And so, uh, so which one are we going to do? Brave? Brave. Yeah, okay, Bravest. so tell me a little bit about this. Uh, Brave is actually a really cool song. I wrote it with Danelle Joy, and uh, we sat down, and it was just kind of an anthem to um, the young adults in the world. Actually, really anybody, but just people around us that we were like, be brave, go out there, and even, I think, a personal anthem for ourselves. But this is a song that I engineered a full band. Um, I tracked yeah. everything, set up the mics. I stayed up for like two nights in a row trying to hook it all up. and Once again, uh, helping with the dating process. Yep, exactly. You know, just <laughs> me and my dad crawling around on the floor, <laughs> hooking cables Now, up. Now, this is the one also that you did the video for, right? Yes. This was on CMT on the artist discovery for six weeks. Yeah, spent, and, and uh, you did very well. It's about three weeks at number two. Number two, insane. Yeah, and the, and the video was really well done too. Oh, we we shot it out in the freezing cold and like <laughs> neg. It was like the coldest day. You look like of Little Red Nashville. Riding Hood in it. Oh, that. Oh gosh, there's a whole story behind that. <laughs> but let's well, just say it was my neighbor's blanket that I sewed into a cape. <laughs> All right, well, we're going to take a listen to it right now. And this is Brave by Lizzie McAvoy. Thanks for tuning in to Acme Radio Gear Gab. To listen to this song and the full show playlist, head to acmeradiolive.com and check out the Gear Gab page under archives. And that is Lizzie McAvoy, and that is Brave. And you probably saw that on the CMT deal. Like I said earlier, before we started the song, Lizzie, I I love the video and the song. To me, you've got a very organic sound with your voice and with the guitar and everything else you've got in that and um it just it's very cool thank you that was yeah. that was the goal so thank you so much yeah real maturity too i mean it was and and you've done well with that and i asked you <laughs> when we were listening to the song i'm like so what did cmt give you for the you know being number two for this? it's like well they gave me a thousand fans <laughs> yes 
you know? thousand real fans that know my name. Yeah, but I mean, but I'll how great that. for you also then when you go Amazing. out and, and you're doing gigs and I see when you go out and perform and like you go to, you know, LA and do songwriting stuff, yeah. you're like a world traveler. Uh, you know? I, I try. <laughs> I travel for food. Yeah, you know, and it's funny because you know, yeah, you know, we follow each other on social. I'm like yeah. going, where in the world is Lizzie? And I can just sort of follow you around. And it's like, where's you know. Waldo? I should get in a cute little hat, and yeah. then like people can find me throughout the world. See, and they could track you. Yeah, exactly. You know, like on a little puzzle. Should paper. Have my own app. You know what See? I mean? Yeah. Where, where's, where in the world is Lizzie? Yeah. Though my name doesn't have a W, so it kind of where in the world is Wizzy? <laughs> See, that could be your other alter ego for the there, next yes. when we do the song. Yes. Perfect. So now I wanted to bring up as well, um, which I love that song. I love the video. And and yeah. so obviously listeners can go to your website. Absolutely. Please what, do. It's brand new. What's your website? LizzieMacavoy.com. L-I-Z-Z-Y-M-C-A-V as in Victor O-Y. The reason I brought that up, Lizzie, is because a lot of times you also do stuff with like music on it. Yes. So, so I, you know, I want to make sure the listeners could find you. Yeah. Website is Lizzie McAvoy. Uh, Instagram, God bless you, is Lizzie Mac. Somebody sneezed in the studio, just so everybody knows. <laughs> uh, Gusted. Is it Gus, Guy? Guy, gosh darn it. Yeah. Man, I really try with these names these days, but I just can't keep up <laughs> the kids. Anyways, uh, so <laughs> we'll be friends by the end of this. I'll yeah. get it down. Um, uh, uh, Lizzie Mac Attack on Instagram, but the rest is Lizzie McAvoy. Okay. Lizzie Mac Attack is the only thing that's different. Cool. Yeah. Well, and I wanted to bring up too, you know, we were talking earlier about, you know, some of your uh, songwriting, mm-hmm. um, you know, working with a lot of people. Yeah. You've worked with Jody Messina. Yeah, I did. That was surreal. <laughs> and, and done some songs with her. Yeah. Yeah, uh, so really crazy. I'll try to keep my story straight uh, and short. Um, but I uh, I just randomly got an email one day, and it was just like, hey, girl, love your song, Missing. Not really right for my next project, but I would really love to write with you for this new album I'm working on. Wow. Hugs and Kisses, Jody. And I'm just sitting there. My family loves to pull pranks on me because I'm so gullible. <laughs> I'm just looking at them, and I'm like, this is not funny, guys. Like, right. Because it was like not like, you know, it wasn't like Jody at JodyMazino.com. Like, it wasn't like, you know, like that kind of, it was like, yeah. you know, so I thought maybe it was like a fake email. But it wasn't until I actually like pulled up and she physically came out that I saw her and I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> so, uh, and then like uh, you sit there and you write with her and like all of her ACM awards are just on the mantle and you're oh, like, yeah. oh. And I just absolutely admired her delicious surprise record. Like, I mean, I listened to that record on repeat. And I had to, like, tell her immediately, like, once we read, I was like, you need to give me five minutes to just, like, super fangirl. And then I'll be, like, uber professional songwriter. (laughs) But just five minutes to tell you all my favorite songs Uh, and all my favorite things about you. And then I'll move on. (laughs) And she let me have that five minutes. And then we became really close friends. And we actually ended up writing a song uh, for her record. Wow. Now, what was yeah. the song? The uh, song is called Love on a Maybe. Okay. Yep. Yep. Um, this is, let's talk about some dating drama. This is a guy stood me up the night before. And so- Because um, you left the studio. Exactly. I left the studio. This is what I'm saying. It is a dangerous <laughs> See, world out there. I should never leave. Stay close to the studio. And, uh, <laughs> you know, when you're a songwriter, you're not supposed to go in and- you know, dump your own personal drama on another artist. You're supposed to be like, what's going on in your world, Jody? Uh, no, no, no. No, I dumped my personal drama. I was like, oh, like, I got stood up. It was the worst feeling it's ever. It's like therapy. Yeah, it really was. But thankfully, she ended up liking the song and putting it on a record. <laughs> How incredible is that? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. Well, yeah. and I wanted to bring up also that you, mm-hmm. uh, you've had music in, uh, in the movies. Yeah, yep. Uh, got a song in the uh, Nicholas Sparks movie, The Best of Me. Yeah. Uh, Thompson Square cut that song, and um, I did ball like a baby when I saw it for the first time. 
multiple times. How many times did you watch and listen to that? Uh, so many times. <laughs> it's almost embarrassing. <laughs> And, you know, it's like one of those family things where the yeah. family's like, oh, Lizzie, please just stop. And that. like, spoiler alert, that movie is super depressing. So like, I get real in a funk when I watch that. <laughs> but you shouldn't be because your song's in it. Um, I know. Well, that's what in I keep a, telling myself. In a myself. national movie. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's not like it's like an indie movie. I mean, it was you know. like on the silver screen. Yeah. Like, could you ask for anything more? No. I mean, it was, oh my gosh. Well, now, I wanted to bring up also that, you know, in 2013, you had signed with another publishing company. I did. I signed with Universal. Yeah, and you were with them a, a good run. Four years. Yeah. It was a stellar run. Yeah. It was such an amazing experience. So did you write with a few interesting people then? Oh, I wrote with so many interesting people. <laughs> <laughs> any, no. any you can speak of? Uh, no, I mean, I wrote with I wrote with so many awesome, awesome songwriters. Um, I got to write with um, John McLaughlin and, wow. and a guy by the name of Sam Ellis, who is mm-hmm. just like one of the most, I think, phenomenal up and coming producers in Nashville. He's, right. And writers. Um, I just like people that um, I just, I actually like really grew to admire. And uh, yeah. uh, folks like Chris Lindsay, who wrote like um, tons of hits for Martina and Lone Star. And um, just people that, I think in my wildest dreams, I never imagined writing with. Right. And I, I was sitting in a room clapping. Well, you know, after, you, after you're signed at 16, I mean, you know. So. <laughs> <laughs> the only way to go is down. No, no I'm just yeah, kidding. Uh, yeah. it's, it, like, it's like being a member of the Partridge family. What are you going to do after that, you know? <laughs> no, it was, oh my gosh. It was so, but I also got to write with so many like unique people. Yeah. That I always say like, people were like, well, what was your deal like? And I said, well, it just put so many tools in my tool belt. Neat. Because I was in so many different scenarios that I never imagined sure. I could ever be in. So I was writing songs that were so out of my wheelhouse. Which grew but, you as a writer. Exactly. A performer. And, um, and. And that was what was so exciting about it. So which guitar, because, you know, we're going to get into this in a minute. <laughs> yeah. So hypothetically, when you went to do the songwriting and everything, and the yeah. co-writing, which guitar or guitars would you take? Uh, it, it They rotated. <laughs> <laughs> is, does it depend so, but, on the day? Is, uh, there a, is there a certain guitar like, it's Thursday. I, I'm doing a co-write on Thursday. So I, this, I think I'll so, use my custom 012, Yeah, Martin. mini, mini cupcake. Yeah. Um, yes, her name does have cupcake in it. That's a middle name. <laughs> you know, guys can't do that. You I, can, it's not like it's like, it's hey, Eric, what, what guitar are you taking tonight? I'm taking cupcake. <laughs> you realize I, I would get could. I would get beat up every night. I think you could though. No, never. No. Um, you, you so know, so you take like you rotate your guitars. I did, well. So Marty was always like the tried and true. He was the man beside my you know there <laughs> with me all the time. So he's like my he's my um live guitar. Okay. Um, and then. I got Dahlia, who's a D18 Golden Era. I got her actually at Gruen, out right here when yeah. it was on Broadway. Yeah, yeah. And uh, uh, got her just to be my studio guitar. She And she has never left my house, ever. Wow. She stays right in her spot, always. So yeah. she's my studio guitar. And then, um, but now I've actually gotten turned on to this Martin Dreadnought Jr. And Martin Guitars um, really got me into it. And I did a demonstration uh Two years ago at Gearfest on it. Right now, now let's, let's explain that to listeners also, oh, yeah. Lizzie. Because I mean, now first off, I would like to say you are endorsed by Martin. Yes. And then second off, I'd like to say that you go you go yeah. to Sweetwater Gearfest. Yes, it's and amazing. so talk about this a little bit. It's two days of absolute gear heaven. 
<laughs> and it's completely free. And I'm not saying um, this because like I love Sweetwater. I'm saying this because it actually is such a magical place. It's like going to Disneyland. Well, it's almost for like their own person. it's almost like their own NAM show. Oh yeah. And then you and, go out there and then you demonstrate guitars and oh, gear and there's everything. There's live performances. You could try out all the products. There's um really cool seminars from the people who actually made the products. Wow. And I think that that is really stellar. So they're talking about like really inside, really cool tricks. You can full geek out on it. I mean, and a- then you absolutely. Know, it's, it's like when people usually walk away from me. Like when we start talking guitars or something, they're like going, "Okay, I'm, I'm going to go over here." Yeah. No, but there you find all of your friends, and you're like, <laughs> "Let's geek out it's, over it's like lunch." All the comic book nerds except <laughs> music gear oh my gosh it's amazing so i so they were like hey do you want to do this demonstration on this martin guitar and i was like yeah i'd love to and it came it got shipped to me and it was so small and i was like mm, i don't know how i feel about this yeah but the minute i strummed it it was like such a full sound they do have it, a full sound oh my yeah. gosh and it's the, really surprising the, the pickup in it is outstanding you know it's so funny because uh i had a guy on tv with me i can't remember who it was and they yeah. brought one in mm-hmm. and a rather large person yeah. and he's like man i played this thing and it sounded so great that i that i just used the stock pickup yeah and this was it's, a guy that usually changes out the pickup in every guitar he oh, owns it's an incredible pickup it's yeah. magic and so it it sounds huge yes plugged in yes. but then you look at it and go wow where's mm-hmm. the rest of the guitar yeah it's it's been it's really now my go to guitar because I fly with it everywhere. Oh, it fits in the great. overhead so easy. Um, it went all the way to Scotland with me. It was just in L.A. with me. Like, and it's such a no fuss guitar. Yeah. It's never out of tune. I just literally plug it in and go. And that's and that is the Martin Junior. Yes, the Martin yeah. Dreadnought Junior. Wow, stellar guitar. What a cool and and you own a a few nice guitars. <laughs> I mean, you know, I was going through your list today when I was prepping for the show, and I'm Silly. like going, "Oh, look, a CEO Seven Martin. I'd yeah. like one of those." Um, come over and at <laughs> any time, anytime you could go through the, the gallery. Yeah, because you know the CEO models. You always like that when you know Chris is like building out his own. Oh, that he designs. It's I I went at to Martin. Oh, it's such a beautiful guitar. I went into World Music um, over on the West Side. And I went in for strings and came out with a guitar. If that <laughs> you tells know how many you anything, times I've done that? Oh my gosh! I'm going and for picks. Ah, jeez, I bought a guitar. I blame this on my family because <laughs> I do because they were like, "Oh my gosh, have you ever seen a Martin that looked like that?" And I was like, "No, I've never seen." It. They're like, "You should play it." I was like, "Nope." Yeah, we're getting strings and we're going out here because I knew myself. I knew the minute I played it, it was uh, like all bets were off, and I literally strummed it. And I was like, "Yep," and purchase. <laughs> you know it, that guitar, the CEO Seven, is actually on. On my wish list i can show you on my phone because i keep yeah. a running wish list yeah of guitars amps and pedals that i oh. want and so it's on there yeah it is it, i could ever describe a vintage sounding guitar like a new vintage yeah that's it i love it well speak yeah. we're going to check out now uh a yeah. song by your alter ego yes my alter and, ego and this is a uh, heroin tell me about this one um i wrote this with john mclaughlin and if anybody does not know who john mclaughlin is please go research him <laughs> he is stellar um but no we wrote this together and uh, it is super duper pop. It's it is going to be part of my new pop project. Awesome. Whenever that may happen. Yeah. But I'm still looking for a pseudonym. So if anybody can figure out what the name of my alter ego is, please let me know on socials. Reach out to Lizzie. <laughs> We're going to take a, a yeah. listen to it right now. This is Heroin with Lizzie McAvoy. Thanks for tuning in to Acme Radio Gear Gab. To listen to this song and the full show playlist, head to acmeradiolive.com and check out the Gear Gab page under archives. And that is Lizzie McAvoy with heroin. I love the sound of that. What, what? Yeah, we were talking, Thanks. you know, we were all geeking out, talking about the bass sound and everything on how yeah. you worked that out. Yep. And, uh, and, and we also brought up 
you've got kind of a hit song going now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> with Sonder? Yes, Sonder uh, featuring Peg Pavernick. I hope I'm saying that correctly. Peg, don't find me and beat me up. <laughs> um, no, she seems like a really sweet girl. But no, it's a, it's a, I guess a big hit in UK right now. Yeah. Um, I'm hoping they'll like call me and be like, hey, come over to the UK and, and hear it. And it's it. Live, Love, Learn. Live, Love, Learn. Yeah, it's got like 9,000 spins on Spotify or something like wow, that. Wow, so, so listeners like that. can pull that up and check that song I'm out. I'm sorry, 9 million. Gosh, yeah. I'm correcting myself. Not 9,000. 9 million. 9 million is kind of huge. We're just a couple zeros away. Yeah. yeah. Wow, you were that close. Gosh. Yeah, and hand grenades, you could have won that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> 9, Leave it to me to get the million. number right. But, uh, so how did they end up finding your song? I mean, how did they find you to record the song? Um, I get, So I wrote it with my buddy Sam Ellis, and we wrote it as like a country pitch song. Like there was actually a guy, like a country singer singing on the demo version yeah. of it. So that's like a great question. But I guess they had a, a meeting uh, with Universal, and uh, that song just kind of got thrown in the mix. And they're like, yeah, we'd love to like remix that and do an EDM version of wow. it. Wow. I'm going to have um, to listen to that on the way home tonight then. It's, it's, I, I'm like, I love it. I like have a little dance party to it. <laughs> It's not because, like, I wrote on it. Not like that. Don't think that way. But, like, oh. literally, just, like, so cool. They did such an awesome job with it. That is so incredible. Yeah, really fun. Oh, my gosh. Well, you know, and we've been talking, too, about uh, earlier about your guitars and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. And, and I wanted to bring up, you know, of your endorsement stuff, you're also with uh, Audient. Yes. Yeah, that's a really – I'm obsessed with this company. So how long have you been working with them, and what are you using for uh, them? Two years now, and um, I – I started off with their um, just eight channel pre, um, yeah. which is phenomenal. I would run drums through it, and then when I went to Gear Fest, right. I swung by their booth <laughs> and I just said, "Hey, I really love your pre," and I got to talking uh, to them. And uh, next thing I know, I had a one of their consoles, which is the forty eight sixteen. It's oh my a fully gosh. fully analog console, and uh, it is just actual magic. Like wow. I mean, literally, uh, the engineers that I've had come over and work on it, they are just like blown away about like how great it sounds and especially on drums like you just don't have to touch it like right. you just plug the drums in and it literally sounds well you know like it's so funny magic. too because like the last time we were hanging out you know mm -hmm. you, you were saying it at, you know in such a passing way it's like oh yeah we're working on the studio you know it's like <laughs> it's like it's not like you know a little bitty studio with like oh yeah you it, got a behringer mixer and you know it's like no you got like a major it, studio well it started off really small <laughs> As all studios do. Right, right. And, and, and then the gear snuck in. It really did. Mm -hmm. um, but <laughs> it was it was really small. And then Audient kind of approached me and they said, hey, we really want to do a, a, a vlog series with you. Wow. And um, how how do you feel about having Now, do they have that posted on their yes, website? Yes, you could go to audient.com and they have it there. And there you are doing your vlog. Yes, I am. I'm doing my vlog Look, there. Like multi, and uh, Multimedia working it? it? You know, trying to. <laughs> Um, I'm trying to be as technical as I can, but I'm not the most technical gearhead. <laughs> but uh, it's it's such it's been such an amazing console to work on. But really, the whole vlog series is me kind of discovering what I can do on the 4816, and, cool. and then kind of bringing people along on that journey right. of me kind of figuring out this console. Well, and, and, I, and I wanted to bring up too, you know, besides audience. I mean, you, the last time you and I were talking, we were talking about microphones, mm -hmm. and so you've got some friends you know, with microphones, and they're they're not the cheapies. No, no. Well, well, my my mine started off like kind of my first one. I mean, 
In a way. Go ahead. Don't be ashamed. You're on <laughs> Gear Gab. Lizzie, uh, you can, you, it's freeing yes. if you admit your addiction to microphones yeah. and guitar. Go ahead. It is. It is. Uh, so the, I have a Mojave MA200, and that was the first microphone I ever had in my studio world. And um, <laughs> I know. Well, you got to blame uh, it on Sweetwater yet again yes. for just, you know, throwing that into my life. Well, you know, it's not um, about, and, and well, plus, I was going to bring up your, you know, your other microphones that you use to where you're kind of buddies with them yeah so there's uh, I use an SM81 and I track that mostly on acoustic instruments but I have these uh, Microtech uh, Gefels yeah that I I originally got them for um, there's a we have a 1925 Steinway upstairs wow and I bought those originally for the Steinway. Yeah. And um, then I ended up getting turned on to this uh, Earthworks uh, piano mic system yeah, yeah. that I use on uh, our 1909 upright and also on the Steinway, which I think sounds phenomenal. Wow. Uh, but what I realized with the Gefels is it sounds sensational on a man- mandolin. I mean, I I have never been able to find a mic that can actually capture the real tone of a mandolin. Wow. And it is phenomenal. I also use it on acoustic guitars if I want just a little bit warmer tone. Right. Than right. the 81. Now, and, and also, um, what was the uh, The Rogers. Uh, the, oh, yes. The, uh, the Royer? The Royer, thank the you. The Royer, uh, yes. Wait, is it a Royer? No, I don't have a Do I have a Royer? I think so. Hold on, hold so. on. Do Wait, I have let's a check the list. Hold on, I got <laughs> Let's, so guess, let's pull up our oh 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 the ribbon mic. Let's pull up our Mac Shack hymnal to the AEA R <laughs> the R ninety two. Okay, so this is what happened. All of my all of my gear have code names. Like, Do they? Oh, it's really. Does this make it easier on you or just drive engineers? That's crazy? just the ribbon mic. I just call it the ribbon mic. Okay. That's, it, there really is nothing uh, super fancy, but I do have a really funny story about how technical I am. Um, I have a. And an antelope interface that's called the Orion 32. And the day it came out of the box, I said, oh, my gosh, we got an onion. <laughs> and from this day on, it has always been called the onion. Oh, my gosh. The onion till the end of time. So yeah. this I'm like really like if you want to imagine me being bad with human names, imagine me with <laughs> gear names. It's like a really sad thing sometimes. But um, yes, the ribbon mic is great. I have an orange amp that I uh, I used to use a lot until I got the Kemper and it kind of just oh spoiled my gosh, a whole, don't you love a the whole things for me. But I originally got that to mic the uh, so the now amp so with now with the Kemper profiler, are yes. you using uh, the the patches and everything that Michael Britt came up with? Uh, I'm just using the stock ones that come. Okay, on well. It. Michael's a local guy who makes his own, so you may want to check into that. I will that. check it out. I know. I just learned the other day that you can like insert other like things into the Kemper, yeah. like other presets, and I was like, oh my gosh, there's a whole new world. Well, yeah, because I know a lot of people, money. you know, they're touring with a Kemper profiler oh, amps, and, same, and the yes. thing is, you know, you can take, you know, like if you wanted to record my 59 basement, mm-hmm. and then it's like, okay, well, you got that in there. It's it's, And then you can have all these, you know, vintage amplifiers, yeah. and just anywhere you go, it's like, boom. I felt like I was such a purist with having guitar amps and miking them, and and I kind of got to the point where I was really happy with the tone I was getting, and I got the right preamps and the right mics, and then I had a guitar player that brought one over, and um, he tracked part of my record on it, and the mixer sent it back, and he made a comment, and he said, why do these electric guitars sound so good? And I said, oh, they're a Kemper. And I said, can you just send me like a solo of those? And he sent them back to me, like kind of all mixed down and all shiny. And I was like, holy guacamole. (laughs) Lizzie's getting the Kemper. So so now you're using the Kemper instead of all your standard amplifiers then. Yes. 
I do, awesome. I do. I if I really want to crank that orange amp up, right? I will. But yeah. for the most part, it's the Kemper is in my life. Wow. For, for good. Yeah. That's incredible. I I know a lot of people. I haven't I haven't made the leap yet. Yet. I encourage you. <laughs> Strongly. Very strongly. I'm still the vintage amp guy. You know, it's like I picked up a 68 uh, Fender Princeton a couple months mm-hmm. ago. Yeah. And it's like, I don't, you know, it's like. I feel like in the room, and definitely live, like it's really hard to beat an amp. Right. I mean, just. Uh, just because like, you're moving air. It's just fabulous. But um, the cleanliness when you're tracking with the Kemper. I think I just because I'm in the studio so much and I just need consistency. I oh, need totally. to know, you know, and sometimes the amps as amazing as they sound in the room I, and it's probably me it's probably honestly my fault that i'm just not capturing the true essence of the amp but uh yeah i think it's hard i think it's hard to capture the the tonality of uh-huh. of an amplifier because yeah. i mean you got to run you know an ambient mic and you know you know how it is your, your yeah. mic in the back of the cab the front of the cab all and that what mic for what amp and exactly yeah how loud how soft so and then you're also doing recording for other artists and everything coming in the studio right or is it just like only you uh i yeah i record other people too yeah Yeah, so they're like booking time with you to come in and do their demos and their songs usually honestly i'm just writing the songs with them and then it's just really happening organically that i they're like hey lizzie like would you want to take a spin at like what this would sound like on a track? And I'm like, yeah, sure. Why not? And uh, <laughs> here, let me take you to my studio. <laughs> it's no, like inviting it's... people to the pool. Here, come check out the pool. Oh, uh, <laughs> oh I've got an audience board. Sure. I've just been really Couple lucky to work with really, really awesome artists. And then they've been just so sweet to let me kind of take over the wheel at the end of it. Wow. Well, that's, it's cool. We're going to, yeah. we're going to talk more about this. We're going to take a listen to a song now. This is wild ones. Yes. This so, is, Tell us about this. Wild Ones. Oh, my gosh. This is like my new favorite song ever. <laughs> um, I know everybody says that, but uh, I wrote this with two really good friends, J.P. Williams and um, Chad Carlson. Gosh, Lizzie, get your brain together. Chad Carlson. And um, Chad actually mixed it, too. Uh, but uh, this is going to be like probably the Lizzie, the next Lizzie single, so stay wow. tuned. Now, is there going to be like a new EP, a new album and yes, stuff coming I, out? Yes, I am working fall? on it if I could just get my ducks in a row and stop writing other songs that I keep falling <laughs> in love with and i'm like this is for the record um so i just need to like just get my my little my little duckies all organized and in the same basket <laughs> there we go well, we're gonna take a listen to it right now this is wild ones by lizzie mcavoy thanks for tuning in to acme radio gear gab to listen to this song and the full show playlist head to acme live.com and check out the gear gab page under archives that is Lizzie McAvoy with Wild Ones, and, and I really like the uh, the whole drum sound in that. You know, it's really kind of thumping. Thank you. They're all programmed. <laughs> really? It doesn't sound, it sound you know, it sounds organic. You fooled me. Thanks, thanks. It is uh, Contact, uh, the white drum kit. Wow. Full, the white drum kit full. So now, and this song hasn't been released yet. No, it has not. This is the first time ever somebody's hearing this song. So I know we talk on the telephone, <gasps> and we text and email and all this yeah, stuff, yeah. Lizzie, but when when is the album... The full, the album, the the EP, whatever you want to call it. When's it rolling out for our listeners? I give, I give vow it a date. to the Gear Gab listeners, there will be a record this year. Okay, all right, you heard it here first. Just so I can force myself to get. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, and and I like. It the took vid- me from like literally my first record was eighteen, and my second one was 25. Right. So that shows that's, you the span of time. It that's took a jump for me to get myself together. 
But you're doing a lot of writing and work Tons, in between, yeah, though, yeah. also. I, I think that I'm probably a perfectionist in my mind, and everything has to be just so perfect and in line, and that's probably why it is. That's what I tell myself. Are you going to do, like, more videos and stuff, you think, with Absolutely. Them? Absolutely, yeah. Now, For we sure. were talking earlier about the little red riding hood look. Yes, that... How did you come up with the cape? Um, okay, so... And, and, we're, and we're referencing the Brave video that, yes. that was six weeks... At number two. You can go uh, to CMT.com right now and see it. Or you can go to my YouTube channel. And and I love the song, you know, which we played earlier. Thank you so much. But the video is fun, too. And I think uh, it's sort of got a film-like quality. I mean, being a video person. Marcel and uh, Keith Johnson shot this video. And they, uh, we had a whole day actually in Starstruck Studios shooting against a white wall. Wow. And, um... We only ended up using a small portion of that. The rest of it was scrapped. Nobody will ever see it. Um, not because it wasn't beautiful and it wasn't great, um, but because we got that one snow day at the beginning of the year, like yeah. right in January. And uh, Marcel called me and he said, how crazy is this? He's like, do you want to shoot in the snow? Because I've got this wild idea. He said, Keith and I have been talking. What do you think about Red Riding Hood? And I said, I think that sounds sensational. <laughs> and I said, what do I have to do? And he said, just meet us out in the snow. Here's the location. And put on a white dress and a red cape, and we'll see you there. And so I went up in my closet and had a white dress. Thank goodness. Yeah. Although it was like a summer dress, so it was so thin. Perfect and it was for winter. So cold. Yeah, that was perfect. So freezing. So I had like <laughs> I had like thermals on underneath and like snow boots. And I had little warmers in my pockets. Uh. And then I literally was calling all of my neighbors. I was like, hi. No chance you might have a red riding hood cape just laying around in your house and my one neighbor called back and she said i have a red blanket and i was like oh so glad i learned how to sew and so <laughs> i literally took her blanket and like sewed it into a cape and like put on some red ribbon that i magically had in a christmas you made box. your own you made your own prop i i literally made it was so funny because we went from booking a studio having a stylist renting like actual like real like 1950s and 60s outfits oh my like gosh. i mean ex- hair own hair and makeup all that like, yeah really doing it out the first round and the second round was literally i did my own hair and makeup i pulled a dress out of my closet i made a cape and we literally just shot this up in the hills of west nashville in the freezing snow on a whim but it looks great thank you yeah. thanks it 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 well, I think and, it and you were talking too when we were when we were uh, listening to one of the songs you were saying it's like when cmt said yeah you know you got up to number two and you thought it was like a day Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I literally, when they put it on the Artist Discovery, I thought it like happened for a day. And then the second day rolled around, and it was still going. And I was like, wow. And then um, I got a call, and they said, well, you know, people vote for this. And like, you could be in the top 12. And at this point, it had already almost been a week. And the next day was kind of like the, the, like the reveal. Yeah. And it hit number two without... I didn't touch a thing. I posted <laughs> nothing on socials, like except for one thing of like, uh, hey, check out my video. Yeah. I had no idea. Well, it, it was funny because when you did that on <laughs> socials, I actually went to it and watched the video. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. I really appreciate it. So it 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 was really exciting for me just to know that the song really resonated with people. And I feel like at the end of the day, I did my job and I did what I was meant to do. Well, what's next? All the things. No, uh, it's, uh, I'm, I'm just... So excited! I'm I'm kind of independent right now, and yeah. I'm really loving it. I'm just in so many different avenues. I've been in California a couple of times this year, working on pop music. Scotland. Um, I am Scotland. Yeah, <laughs> that little that, oh, little, just that in, little country. Just been in Scotland. Um, 
I've just kind of been all over the place. That's like saying um, I went to Smyrna. I've been in Smyrna. Yep, in, yeah. in Smyrna. Yeah, in California. What, you were in California a couple weeks Paris, ago? Paris, Tennessee. Paris, yeah. <laughs> Um, no, I'm just, uh, I'm just, I am, I really am truly trying to work on a new record. I do. Well, you know, I got to bring up and I, and I thought you were bringing, bringing like the food and everything, but it's like you on your website, yes. you have girl in the apron. Yes, I do have the girl in the apron. So what it happened is, to the snacks? It's my cooking video. Um, that was because I do blame it on the fact, <laughs> do you like that? I'm like passing off the blame today. <laughs> I was I was working on a really cool new song in the studio, and, and, and you, it, I'm not and joking. No cookies. It was like three thirty, and I Jeez. literally had to run upstairs and be like, "Oh my gosh, I have to do my hair, and my makeups. I'm going on the air." And uh, thus, this is what happened. Um, and so you're doing videos. I owe and, you. And you're doing videos and cooking recipes. I am. Please follow it. It's like one of my second passions. I love to cook. I love to bake, and uh, I do really fun one minute cooking tutorials. Yeah. And you can do them at home. I have like a slogan. It's quick, it's easy, and this is how you do it. And I've can, watched them. Yes. And so um, please follow it. It's just like a really, really fun um, hobby for me, and I'm just really So now, like, it. do you do you mix the girl in the apron along with your music stuff? I do. And your guitar addiction? And, Absolutely. You know. My mu- actually on those videos is my music playing in the background, so it's really shameless promotion. <laughs> There's nothing shameless about that. That's smart, you know. So, um, and I do now, say what would be great is that when you have a guest on and go, "Wow, that's a great song." Well, thank you thank very much. That's available on. This is a great idea. Thank you so much for providing me so many future business ideas. Uh, no, so I'm kind of like all over the place, but um, I'm 26, and uh, it's my time to just be all. So over So you the could place. actually be. Multiple endorsed then, not only by the music gear, like, you know, Martin and Audient and everything, yeah. but also by, like, let's say, Betty Crocker. Um, yes. Or, or like, Hershey's, or, you know? Yeah. Well, as my best friend would always say, Caroline, she would say, whenever she introduces me, she's like, this is my friend. She's uber talented, music, blah, blah, blah. And Betty Crocker retweeted one of her photos <laughs> on their website. I'm not kidding. Every single time she introduces me to somebody. Uh, so somewhere on Betty Crocker's Instagram is a picture of my lemon meringue pie. There you go. <laughs> so Betty Crocker, please endorse me. I would so, totally so then, it. <laughs> so then when, you're, when your fans come to the website, is the girl in the apron like a separate sign-up thing? Uh, no, it is right there on the website. I mean, it's like Lizzie Music mm-hmm. Apron. Yeah, but so, I just didn't know if you like had an email. If you you know, sort of you like just, your alter ego for some of the songs. Yes. If you had a separate like email blast for that, or if it's like a no, merge. it is all together. Okay. We do not separate things That's in good. the Lizzie McAvoy don't, fan don't, group. Don't keep them separated. No, never. <laughs> So and then also now besides have you know you also do your vlogs yeah do you have those videos on there too absolutely okay yeah. you can I mean all of it is I you know my sister designed you're my like a website. multimedia goddess <laughs> see it's like you know it's like it's like creating the music co-writing hanging out with Jody Messina not enough at sixteen not enough no. No, because then you got to go ahead and do, you know, you were with Universal, now you're independent, now you're at GearFest, now you're doing, you know, Girl in the Apron, you're doing vlogs for uh, audio boards, you're getting free guitars given to you. Yeah. That's not bad. You know, I I, I try. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's it's really, honestly, I've just, I've been really blessed with... um, a very short attention span. <laughs> so I do I do love doing so many different things. And I've just been lucky that um, with modern technology, I have yeah. an outlet to uh, share all that with everybody. So uh, I got to ask you this and, and, yes. and pretend like no one's listening right now. Okay. But what is the next guitar on your wish list? Oh, my God. <laughs> 
Unless you, unless of course you go buy a pack of strings and you see it when you're there. But I'm just saying, is there, you know, there, from from the Gear Fest yeah. and from you know Nam and all yeah. this kind of stuff, is there any guitar that is calling you or something or a piece of gear? Well, I am very spoiled because one has already found my life. So when I was at Gear Fest, <laughs> where all things began, go ahead, share it. Um, there was this beautiful. There is. A, a wonderful um, craftsman at Martin, and her name is Emily, and she has designed two of the guitars that I have in my life. Wow! And the first one is named Emily, and the second one is Emily Junior. Um, <laughs> I know, really ingenious with my names here. Um, but she is. There's only one of uh, one of two of them in the world. Right. So um, hopefully, I said that correctly. Um, but uh, it is a custom double O Martin. It's the first guitar I've ever had that has pearl inlay. So oh I'm my gosh! Super fancy. Wow. And it has this gorgeous um, Australian wood on the back that is just beautiful looking. Wow. And it sounds uh, so unique. So um, uh, there is no wish list anymore because it has been met. <laughs> and uh, yep. That's me. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, if you're like me, too, it's like, you know, I, I'll find a guitar. I have it on my wish list. And then I have to sell a guitar to buy a guitar. Yeah. That's the way I end up, you know, mm-hmm. it's like, which is not, it's not easy. I, you know, I think there might become a point where I'm going to have to maybe start selling things off. <laughs> and when I say that, I say kidneys, yeah, not yeah, my exactly. instrument. Yeah, it's like, you know, and you Kidney may want to go. for sale on Craigslist, folks. You may want to go with like slapboard or something so you can hang your instruments too. Because yeah. I mean, because, yeah. you know, you've got your five string banjo, mm-hmm. you've got, you know, your mando, your ukes. Yep, dobro. Five string bass. Har- harmonicas are thrown in there somewhere. Gretsch drum kit. Yep. You should hear me play that one. Listen, you've got fancy. a problem. I mean, I feel pretty good it, in this room right now. It, Oh, no. I, I think, honestly, being on the show made me realize that I need to go into, like, Gear Gab Anonymous or something. Yeah. You know what they call it is uh, is gas, is gear acquisition syndrome. Oh, God. And so you've got a case of gas, and it's not bad. It's serious gas, <laughs> let me tell you. But the thing is with you We're beyond is that, bloating. Is that you're, actually, reached... you're actually doing recordings, yeah. and then, you know, people like, you know, crazy cool bands in the UK record your songs, and it's... you hang out with cool people and, and you know... It's You're on so CMT. surreal. It's so surreal. I mean, I can't. I, I wake up every morning after ten years. I mean, I remember when I moved to this town. And everybody said it's ten year town. I said, Oh my gosh, ten years. Yeah, yours was a three month. It was a three month town. No, for you. It, you know, it's really been an incredible. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I really lucky right off the bat, but um, I'm really happy that um, everything's kind of went the way it did because. Um, right. I, there are definitely some mountains that I've had to climb, and I've really learned so much while doing that. And I think that, honestly, um, really early on how I got into studio work was because I needed to save money. I knew that I wanted to be in this for as long as I could. It's smart. And I really, I was spending so much money on just guitar vocals. Yeah. And I thought, well, I'm okay. I'm okay on guitar. I could do this. And and honestly, I've just been so fortunate that after 10 years, I still get to say that I get to wake up and do music every well, day. It, and it's amazing. And, and, you know, from hearing your songs and everything that you've done, Lizzie, I mean, uh, it, it keeps getting better. Thank you. You know, your, your songs and, and your recordings are just amazing. I mean, the, so the sound that you get with your acoustic guitars and with everything, it's, uh, it's very clean. It's very organic to me. Thank you. Thank yeah. you so much. I, I try to capture their true essence. Yeah, it's amazing. Well, and I want to bring up to our listeners with Acme Radio Gear Gab also, Lizzie, where can they go to like buy your songs, to, to download them, to uh, help support you? Anywhere you 
love getting music, I am there. Okay. Just search for me. So iTunes, everything. iTunes, Spotify, iTunes Music. Um, you can go. I am there. And then by this fall or early winter, they'll be able to buy the new album. Yes. In its yes, entirety. Yes, it is happening, folks. Please. And so you'll be teasing that Please. on social media and on your website, right? Yes, absolutely. For sure. You actually will be so sick of hearing about it. <laughs> That you'll be like, gosh, and, and Lizzie, maybe, put this record out. And maybe you have another hit video on CMT. I fingers crossed. Yeah. If CMT will uh, allow me to come back on again with my, you know, beautiful face. <laughs> and, uh, and, and the you know, custom those, made. You those know, videos, man, they're like all up in your face. They're like, hey, let's see how close we can get to your moody look. <laughs> Um, so yeah. Oh, that is so awesome. Well, once again, tell the, tell our listeners your website. Uh, it is lizziemacavoy.com. That is Lizzie with a Y. And, and there they can find the music. They can find the girl in the apron. They can find upcoming the vlog, shows. They can find shows, everything. Yes. Their, your travel itinerary. Yes. My travel itinerary is very extensive. You got to keep up. You got to follow that probably on Instagram or Twitter. <laughs> probably. If you want to follow me on Instagram, it's mostly food, cats, and music. So if you're Which against I, any I of those. I find that very amusing, all of those. <laughs> I tried. I tried to be some slight entertainment in people's lives. How foolish can Lizzie McAvoy look today? Well, I'll follow tell you what, me. you know, you're multi-talented and, you. and in so many avenues. And it's just great to see uh, all these great things you're doing with your creativity and your music and your food and, and vlogs. It's, it's good stuff. Thank you so much. So, so, uh, I really appreciate it. Thank wishing you. you more success. You'll have Thank to come you. back on the show. Once again, Thanks. Lizzie McAvoy. Um, check out our music. Check out our website. Learn some cool recipes. And learn how to uh, use your mixer better from the vlog <laughs> with the one and only Lizzie McAvoy. Thanks for joining me. Thank you so much. We hope you enjoyed Acme Radio Gear Gap, hosted by Eric Dahl. Thanks to our artists on today's show and our sponsor, IK Multimedia, Musicians First. Past episodes are on demand on all podcast platforms and acmeradiolive.com.